0: This show was first broadcast on FreeFM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz.
1: Welcome to the 2021 by-election interviews on FreeFM 89.0. I'm your host, Gary Farrow. Hamilton City Council is holding a by-election in Hamilton East following the death of Councillor Margaret Forsyth. The aim of this programme, taking place each Wednesday between now and the 11th of August, is to allow by-election candidates to inform you, the voter, about who they are and what they stand for. The key ground rule is the candidates are allowed a maximum of 15 minutes to answer my questions. Welcome to the 2021 by-election interviews, Ricky Manarangi. Kia ora. Tell uh, us about your background. Uh, Kia ora uh, ka, titi, ka, kaka, ka tangi te titi, tangi te kākā, kātangi hoki
0: a uh, tihei mauri a uh, Tēnā koutou, tēnā koutou, uh, tēnā koutou katoa, uh, mana fenua, wākato tainui, e tēnei wahi, e tēnei takiwa, e mihiana, ana. Uh, tēnā koe te rangitira o tēnei kaupapa, uh, e te hunga, uh, e whakarongo ana, uh, no mai haremai, uh, nō reira, uh, tēnā koutou, uh, tēnā koutou, tēnā kato katoa. Uh, huri nei nō no te nō no Ngāti nō no ārani, nō no koki ārani hoki. Uh, Koriki Manarangi, tōku ingoa. Kia ora, kia I'm I'm Ricky. Uh, Hello to all of those listening. And um, the first thing to let you know, Gary, is is what I'm not. Uh, I'm not an unsuccessful central government candidate having a go. I'm also not an unsuccessful local government candidate having another go. Uh, Nor am I affiliated to any political parties using this platform to get party following. Uh, I'm not a dreamer who will promise you things that can't be achieved over the 12-month term of this by-election. What I am is just someone who's put their hand up to help. Uh, Someone who wants the best for our city through common-sense decision-making. Someone who has declined renewing their contractual work to focus on this. Uh, Someone who's dedicated the past 20 years serving our community organisations locally and nationally. Uh, someone Māori, uh, Tainui me Te Arawa, Nāwaka, Rāratonga, uh, Cook Islands and also proud of their County Court, county uh, Ireland Whakapapa, a business owner in their 30s who is legally trained with a Bachelor and Masters in Law from our local university, uh Waikato represent and a technocrat who managed councils, bylaws and policies for four years. Uh, but most importantly, I'm someone who actually lives in this community the east ward so i get the challenges and genuinely want to make a difference and
1: i'll hit the ground running so that brings me to my next question why have you decided to stand in the council by-election for hamilton east to serve the remainder of this term uh, because i felt compelled knowing what i could contribute and what's needed
0: right now in particular in relation to this um, by-election having managed again having managed our counts our city's policies and bylaws means I understand council intimately. It's a by-election, only a little over one year term, and I genuinely believe I'm the only candidate that will be able to use that time um, properly. Councillors will tell you it takes up to 12 months or longer to work out who's who and what's what at council. Other candidates may also say this is a training phase for the next election, but under the new voting system, STV, there is no guarantee anyone will be re-elected. Uh, um, and again, most importantly, I actually live in the East Ward. I'm sick of people who live in the West Ward or worse, outside of Hamilton, telling us what's good for us. I empathise firsthand the frustrations around transport, like the proposed um, road closures, and also our housing supply. So I, I get our community. And uh, the other reason I put a hand up is I also want to set a trend for doing things better in the interest of Papa Tūnuku, um Mother Earth. The traditional approach of campaigning needs to stop. There is no excuse in the digital age we live in um, when you have a good, com- you know, you've got a computer, you've got a good set of walking shoes, use them. Uh, handing out flyers, brochures, putting up signs and billboards, we all know we're going to the rubbish after these three weeks isn't good enough. Um, I'll be doing things kānui ki so in person, uh, alongside leveraging technology. So again, there's no excuses and especially if your campaign platform
1: is around looking after our pap- papatuanuku. Do you want to elaborate a bit on your experience of working in the community and with council? Yes, yeah, so um, former, uh,
0: recent, or currently at the moment uh, a trustee on uh, birthright uh, Waikato Linkhouse, House, um, formerly Deputy Chair of the Waikato Chamber of Commerce, um, a founding president for East Link Cricket Club, uh, the uh, vice uh, chair for Lugton, Combined Parks, uh, Lugton Park Combined Sports, uh, also, a, uh, I was a secretary on uh, West Hamilton uh, Cricket Club and um, the, w- also on the uh, Wakota University Combined Sports. I was a board member on that as well. Um, so there's, there's, a, there's a few of them. Uh, there's a few more that I could mention, but that's, that's probably enough for the, for the purposes of, of outlining that I am very much involved in the community. And in terms of um, council in that role, it required me to be in all spaces um, and understand all areas of council so pan council uh, um, understanding of all the functions that related to things like um, the most recent one was being in- involved uh, before I left, I was being involved in the um, rubbish and renewing the uh, the bylaw, um, the waste uh, bylaw um, that was really cool um, and some other ones of are- Class 4 gambling was another one Uh, I was involved in uh, up until recent, and prostitution by law and there was a few other ones as well. So, uh, yeah, I I suppose I'm just struggling to make sure I don't get into too much detail around um, my work in the the council around policy and bylaw, but just understanding that it was right across council, so built tons of relationships um, with existing councillors and council staff, all the key people.
1: What has the current council elected in 2019 been doing well, do you think?
0: I think the the current council has been doing quite a few things well. What I do really acknowledge is the um, approach that they've taken to the long-term plan. I think they've really, again, on that sort of technology note, I think they've really um, tried to leverage it and get even further reached than they have previously. And probably some of that is out the back of COVID uh, on the basis that they probably had to do things a little bit differently and they've they've geared things up quite a bit better. So I I think their reach... Was quite cool. Um, again, you know, talking about in terms of leading the the waste bylaw uh, review process, uh, that was in the previous term, but that's actually been uh, rolled out this uh, last year, as we all know. Uh, and I think they've done a fantastic job of that, um, particularly on the basis that they won an LGNZ award. So I really uh, me to council for that work there. Uh, and, and also the smoke signals around the development contributions uh, remission for Central City. So uh, they're trying to incentivise us building up. So six storey or higher. It's in line with the MPS. Uh, it'll help increase our housing supply. It gets people out of their cars because they'll be in the city. Um, so then the cars are off our roads. Uh, so people will be walking to work. They'll be walking to entertainment. But it, it also helps to make the city way more vibrant as well. Uh, and and the other note is that it creates more ratepayers for the city. So I think that also deserves a, a, a massive shout out to Council. Uh, and just, just the other note is, is also around the SDV. We know the SDV is coming up uh, next year. It's the first time we've had SDV, a uh, single transferable uh, vote. And I, th- I have to really, you know, acknowledge Council for that move. The, the voter turnout we know and engagement of local government is really low. Um, so I'm glad more people of Hamilton will finally feel that their vote will make a difference. Uh, it, it'll no longer be a wasted vote for many in their eyes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I reckon, I
1: reckon that's really neat. I just I'm here to counsel for that. What decisions has the current council made that you have not been so happy with? Uh, I think the council needs to
0: do, uh, again, I keep saying tech, right? But I, I, I generally believe that there's an opportunity here that, council needs to really leverage around technology i think they need to do way more with tech to engage with our youth uh, our youth are digital natives they uh, they do sit in front of their phones whether we like it or not so and as technology become more democratized more accessible um, we need to make sure that we get as much content out there so they can be involved in a lot of the decision making uh, the one of the remarks I made uh, the other day to um, wintech uh, journalists that were asking about things for youth, I was saying, I, I don't want to make decisions on your, you know, I, I want to make decisions with you involved, but I don't want to say this is what you think is good for the city. So the only way to get their input is to, make, is to make sure that we leverage technology so that we can get all their thoughts, get their ideas, and make sure that the city is actually fit for purpose in terms of what they want. Um, the other thing is I don't think there's, I don't think they've really understood the opportunity around getting the train closer to Claudlands. The train currently, as we know, stops out of Frankton. Uh, if we get that train closer to Claudlands, council actually owns the land across from the uh, train station and also in Sonning Car Park. Now, the tra- challenge with Sonning Car Park is if there was a change uh, there in terms of having a train platform, then they'll have to probably cater for, for parking as well to to compensate for taking up that space, which means building up potentially. But across um, Crawlerlands is, is a railway track still. So my, my thinking is is that if Council put more thought into bringing the train up to Crawlerlands, we're closer to the central city, so people can walk to the central city and vice versa, but we can actually start to get Crawlerlands events into humming. So imagine hosting all of those fantastic international events. Um, currently, Auckland is uh, still working through their convention centre, and I know it's going to be something much bigger than what we have here, but there's a lot of opportunity to have international conferences down here, get people on the train down in Britomart, get them right outside Claudelands, get them into the Claudelands, have the conference, and then have them stay overnight and then get on the train and get back to Auckland. Uh, I think that's a missed opportunity. So and and the other thing I think is is around the the five million dollar spend on on one library. I think that that spend could do so much more, of moving that across other libraries. And what I mean by that is we're moving into a paperless um, society, so increasing a, a capacity of a building so that we can have a bigger collection doesn't make sense to me. I, I would rather see that. Imagine how many laptops and e books and iPads you could buy with 5 million bucks and we've only got 6 libraries in the city so if we were to distribute those throughout those other libraries and actually redesignate them as smart hubs, I think you'll find that that's
1: probably more in keeping with our next generation that's coming through, a digital age generation Tell us your thoughts on the controversial Innovating Streets trial on Ross Trevor Street and Ward Street in the Hamilton CBD.
0: I think the first thing to do is to mihi to Paulie B who did a lot of the artwork for that. Um, Paulie B's been unfairly sort of targeted in that whole process. Um, the, the the challenge with the innovating streets is probably some of it was around communications. We all knew that it was a, a trial period, but that doesn't mean that a trial period is a free for all and let's just trial everything. The the community have spoken really loud about um, council wanting to do things quite differently. What, what I think the council probably could have done a lot better there was made sure that any trial are still allowed for traffic. And the, the community have already access to shared spaces like Garden Place, between Garden Place and Civic Square, where you can, you can see people, uh, cars, trucks um, and bikes all use that, safe, uh, that space safely. The other shared space is Claudine Bridge, where we have um, cars and bikes also using that space, you know, through clever design, it's become a lot safer to do those things. So I'd like to see probably something more like that as opposed to completely closing off a street like Ross Trevor Street. Um, the, the thing is, is we've already got plenty of spaces like Garden Place and Civic Square which are not really being utilised as it is, so it doesn't really make sense a random street down that part of the city at this point in time um, to be to be closed off permanently. Perhaps when we start to get more... Residential properties down that part of the city, then we might have to revisit that. But uh, that's not the time right now. We need to we need to continue to keep the roads open, so that whānau can move their
1: um, their Fano around throughout the day, throughout the working day. Just lastly, Ricky, what are your priorities if we were to get a seat on council? So why should residents of Hamilton vote for you? Um, so the, the the priorities are probably just the flip
0: of all of the concerns that I've had above, but. Um, and so, uh, you know, not wanting to repeat all of those things earlier, I, 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 I suppose I, I, I want to talk to the fellow voters um, personally. Uh, uh, imagine putting someone in council that will spend the whole 12 months uh, wasting your rate money just trying to work out who's who and what's what. Uh, other candidates, again, are saying that it's a training ground for the next election, but there's no guarantee that anyone will be re-elected. So... My advice is to vote someone that can hit the ground running right now. And if you vote for Ricky Manarangi, I promise you won't be disappointed. Um, I, I'm here to listen. Please reach out to me. Noreda tenakoto,
1: tenakoto, tenakoto kato. Thank you for coming on the 2021 by election interviews on Free FM 89.0. Ricky Manarangi.
0: Thanks for listening to this Free FM podcast. If you want to hear more content like this, you can support Free FM via Patreon.